Namo Buddhaya. Welcome back to Monks in the Morning from Colombo Dhamma Friends of Mahame Onawa. We're so happy that you could tune in today. It's wonderful to get to spend time with all of you. It's amazing, isn't it? That not only are we fortunate to be born in the human world, but we're also alive in a time that the Supreme Buddha's teachings are available to us. You know, most kids around the world don't have the chance to learn the Buddha's instructions. But now, you get to learn right from the beginning of your lives, so your wisdom will develop very deeply as you train in the Buddha's teachings. Today, we're going to learn about the defilements. Another word for defilements could be impurities. So, when we eat food, we don't like it to have any impurities, do we? Things like chemicals or dirt or stones. So, we would say that those things are defilements of the food. They're things that make the food difficult to eat and could even hurt us. In the same way, the Supreme Buddha taught that the mind can also have defilements. And when there are defilements or impurities in the mind, we can hurt ourselves and the people around us. We'll learn about the three big defilements we have in our mind, greed, hatred, and delusion. We'll also learn about another one of the special marks the Supreme Buddha had on his body and what the results were in his last life. Now let's take the refuges and the precepts. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhase Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhase Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhase Buddhaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dhammaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Sanghaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dutiyampi buddhaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dutiyampi dhammaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dutiyampi sanghaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dhatiyampi buddhaṃ saranaṃ gacchāmi Dhatiyampi dhammaṃ saranaṃ Gacchāmi Tatiyampi Sanghaṃ Saranaṃ Gacchāmi Sādhu, Sādhu, Sādhu Say after me, I observe the precept of Abstaining from killing beings 
I observe the precept of abstaining from stealing. I observe the precept of abstaining from sexual misconduct. I observe the precept of abstaining from telling lies. I observe the precept of abstaining from taking intoxicating drinks and drugs with the refuge of the noble triple gem. I observe these precepts for happiness in this life, for rebirth in heaven, to escape from the sufferings of sansara. May it help me, may it be a blessing, sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. The 32 Marks of Our Great Buddha In his previous lives, as the Bodhisattva, our teacher, the Supreme Buddha, brought happiness to many people, removing threats, terror, and danger, providing protection and security, and giving gifts with all the trimmings. As a result of that karma, in his last life, he has this mark of a great man. On the soles of his feet, there are thousand spoked wheels with rims and hubs complete in every detail. And because of possessing this great sign, he has a large following of monks and nuns, laymen and laywomen, many gods, humans, asuras, nagas or gandabas. Namo tasa bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasa Homage to the Blessed One, Worthy One, the Supremely Enlightened One. Dear children, we are so fortunate to have had gone under the refuge or protection of Lord Buddha. For some, it is not the same. When they think of their religious leaders, 
fear governs them. They become afraid, thinking that they might be punished by the gods they believe in. But when you think of Lord Buddha, Sakyamuni Bhagavad, it is always happiness that comes into your mind. The reason for this is that the enormous amount of good qualities that he has, the first and foremost reason for having such great qualities is that he is an arahant. An arahant is someone who has no defilements. Defilements here means impure things or simply bad things. Impure bad things such as lust or desire, anger and delusion. These are the three basic or fundamental impurities or bad things that lead us to do immoral actions. For instance, if a person gets angry, he might scold or hit and injure his opponent. He might even kill him. If one kills a living being, he will have done a sin and of course broken the first of the five precepts that we must protect. If we go back to the incident and find out the root cause or the main reason as to why he killed that living being, it's not that hard to find out, isn't it? Yes, it's because he got angry at the first place. But if he had practiced patience and let go by spreading loving kindness, he wouldn't have killed that living being. Now, coming back to Lord Buddha, will he kill any living being? No. Why? Because he has eradicated or got rid of or destroyed anger. When the main reason is no more, the end result cannot be seen. Does Lord Buddha need to practice loving-kindness? No. Why? Because he's living in loving-kindness. Once the Buddha said, Sabbe tasanti dandasa, sabbe sanjivitam piyang, atanang upamang katwa, nahaneya nagate, sabbe tasanti dandasa, he said that all living beings are afraid of being hurt. No one wants to be treated badly. Sabbe sanjivitam piyang, everyone loves their own lives. Atanang upamang katwa, so look on to you, think about yourself and see. Do you want to be heard by others? The answer would be no. If so, neither hurt anyone, nor kill anyone. Desire leads to suffering as well. Once a man's one and only child died, nowadays we have funerals, we keep the dead body for a few days for the relatives to be seen. But back in Lord Buddha's time, there were no there were open ceremonies where people just laid the dead bodies and let them decay. Now this father did the same and came crying along the road, weeping and saying to himself, My only child died, my only child died. I loved him so much. Along his way to home, he came across the Lord Buddha. The Lord Buddha stopped and asked him why he was crying. The poor man said that his one and only child had died, and that was the reason why he was crying. The Lord Buddha said to him, See the nature of love. Love leads to unhappiness. But it took the foolish man aback. He was surprised by what Lord Buddha said. He said to him in return, No, you are wrong. Love leads to happiness. Love, le love gives you happiness. Amazing, isn't it? His love to his son gave him tears and pain and sorrow. Remorse was the only thing that was left. But he kept on saying, love gives you happiness and it doesn't give you any sorrow or unhappiness. 
Lord Buddha didn't tell him anything in return. He just went on his way. The foolish man whose son died was so angry and he went in front of a bunch of another set of foolish people and said, Friends, do you know what the Buddha just said? He said, Love gives you sorrow and unhappiness. I told him off. I told him it didn't. And it, and it gives you nothing but happiness. The set of foolish people said, Yes, you're right. You've given him the right answer. Love gives you happiness, my friend. This story, the rumor, spread so quickly that it even reached the king's palace. King Kosa said to his wife Malika, Malika, do you know what Lord Buddha has just said? He has said that love gives you unhappiness. He should have taken some time to think before going on saying such things. Well, Malika replied, The dead child's father must have made a mistake. Lord Buddha is always right, she said. Then she sent a messenger to where the Lord Buddha was and in return got to know what really happened. Then she went to the king and asked, O oh Lord, my dear sire, the king, please do tell me, do you love me? And the king said, of course I do. Then she asked, sire, if I die, will you be unhappy? The king said, of course I would be, and it would give me tears. Then Queen Malika said, See, that's what the Lord Buddha said, and that's what he meant when he said that love gives you unhappiness. Do you love Ajira, our daughter? She asked. He said yes. Then she asked, If she dies, will you be unhappy? Of course I would be, and it would give me tears, he said. Queen Malika said for the second time, See, that's what the Lord Buddha said. And that's what he meant when he said that love gives you unhappiness. With this explanation, the king understood what the Lord said and turned to the direction where the Lord Buddha was, took his left shawl to his hand, fit his hands together, placed them on the forehead in, in respect of Lord Buddha. And three times he said, Namo tasa bhagavatu arahatu samma sambuddhasa. Delusion is the third one. When there is delusion, you cannot see what's right and what's wrong. But if you can see and understand that this is right and this is wrong, this is wholesome and this is unwholesome, that's the time the wisdom can be seen. That's the time the wisdom is alive. When wisdom is present, there is no delusion. So if either one of these three is present, it will lead you to kill a living being, steal something, have sexual misconduct, tell lies, have intoxicating drinks and drugs, harsh, harsh speech and so on. But if someone is free from lust, anger and delusion, he's free from all bad deeds that I mentioned a moment ago. So now you see, children, the Lord Buddha is free from desire, free from anger and free from delusion. That means he is free from all the bad deeds for this reason. He is called Arahang. By the power of this merit, may you realize the Four Noble Truths in this Gautam Buddha's dispensation. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Loving Kindness Meditation Now we'll practice the Buddha's teachings on loving kindness. We'll begin by having the wish for our own well-being 
and gradually we'll expand that out to include more and more individuals in the world until we're imagining the whole world free from suffering. So, listen silently and think in this way. May I be free from anger. May I be free from ill will. May I be free from jealousy. May I be free from mental suffering. May I be free from physical suffering. May I live in peace. May I live happily. May all beings in this place be free from anger, be free from ill will, be free from jealousy, Be free from mental suffering. Be free from physical suffering. May they live in peace. May they Live happily. May all beings in this city Be free from anger. Be free from ill will. Be free from jealousy. Be free from mental suffering. Be free from physical suffering. May they live in peace. May they live 
may all beings in this province be free from suffering. May they live in peace. May they live happily. May all beings in this country be free from anger, be free from ill Be free from jealousy. Be free from mental suffering. Be free from physical suffering. May they live in peace. May they live happily. May all beings in this world be free from Be free from 
It was great to spend time with you today. We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. Do you remember the three defilements that we learned about? Greed, hatred, and delusion. And do you remember the mark that the Supreme Buddha had on his body that we learned about? Hmm. The wheels on the soles of his feet. And he had those because of giving things to others and protecting others in his previous lives. And because he had that mark, in his last life, he had a huge group of monks and nuns and lay people surrounding him. That was the result of the good action that he had done. So now let's share merits. Today, we've done many wholesome actions by body, speech, and mind. And when we do actions like this, we like for others to rejoice in this merit that we've collected. So remembering all of these wholesome actions that we've done today by body, speech, and mind, may our teacher, Lokosoya Hunksa, may all heavenly beings, may our parents, our relatives, our friends, rejoice in this merit, and may they soon experience for themselves the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya.